As many of you know, I'm currently in quarantine until November 4th. I'm doing fine. I was tested for the coronavirus on Wednesday, and the results were negative. Uh, and I currently have no symptoms yet uh, because I was in contact with somebody who did. I'm, I'm still quarantined uh, because there's uh, quite an incubation period with COVID-19. So it has been a dramatic change to go from days full of activity to all of the sudden uh, being restricted to the rectory. However, before I be could begin to feel sorry for myself, I remembered a line from a book written by uh, the venerable Francis Xavier Wynne von Tuan. Choose God and not God's works. That simple sentence helped me find peace with this quarantine, and I would venture to say it offers some insight into our gospel today. So let's look at the gospel and then see how von Tuan's axiom applies. In our gospel, Jesus gives us the two great commandments. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. These commandments are related. We can't love God if uh, we can't love God without loving our neighbor, and we can't truly love our neighbor without loving God. But I want to zero in on what Jesus calls the first and greatest commandment. And maybe the first thing that sounds off to us in 2020 is that love is something that can be commanded. Love in our culture is often reduced to mere emotions. Yet on a fundamental level, love is an act of the will in which we will the good of the person who is loved. Emotions certainly are a part of love, but it's an impoverished view of love to see it as a mere emotion. In reality, love is an act of the will based on the truth. And we see this in how Jesus speaks of the command to love God. We are told we must love God with all our heart, with all our soul, and with all our mind. What does that mean? Well, let's, let's take it in reverse order. We are called to love God with all our mind. How do we do that? You know the late Irish poet, a man named George Russell? He once wrote, We become what we habitually contemplate. We become what we habitually contemplate. That word contemplate means to gaze upon something, to allow something to occupy our mind and our heart. We are called to habitually contemplate God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. This means two things. First, we must seek to understand the truth about him, about God's nature, his creation. You know, God has revealed himself to us in sacred scripture, apostolic tradition, and in the official teaching of the Catholic Church. And so this means we need to read sacred scripture. And really, the best summary of, of apostolic tradition is found in the catechism. We must seek to know what God has revealed to us. We must read scripture, we must read the catechism, we must study our faith. But to contemplate also means coming to know God on a personal level. And so it can't just be an intellectual exercise. Uh, we must have this personal friendship and connection with him, uh, which happens in the sacraments and in prayer. Um, sacraments are where we get the grace that enables us to be the, the friends of God and prayer Conversation with God is, is what disposes us uh, to receive the sacraments more fruitfully, to grow in a deeper union with God. By daily prayer, by frequenting the sacraments, we begin to allow God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit to occupy our mind, our heart, and our soul. Love is an act of the will based on the truth. Now, 
Okay, that's what it means to love God with our mind. What about with our heart and soul? Well, as we come to know God by studying his revelation and conversing with him in prayer and the sacraments, we come to a point of decision. And this is where the heart uh, enters, heart and soul enters the equation. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus tells us that where our treasure is, there will our heart be. That means that what we truly value, what we truly think is important, what we truly prioritize is our treasure. And since we treasure it, we'll put our whole heart and soul into obtaining it. To love God with all our heart and soul refers to the fact that, that we have this free will, the free choice of choosing God as our treasure and giving him our heart and soul. There are many very good things in life. Fulfilling careers, honor, comfort, respect, family, all good things. But over any and all other good things, we must choose to prioritize God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit as the ultimate treasure of our life. So that's the basics of this gospel. But let's circle back to those words I began with, choose God and not his works. Um, in the spring of 1975, Archbishop Francis Xavier Wynne von Tuan was made the Archbishop of Saigon. Six days later, Saigon fell to the communist North Vietnamese forces who swiftly arrested the new archbishop. He wasn't arrested for any discernible crime, but as a Catholic archbishop, he was seen as a threat to the militantly atheistic regime. He would spend the next 13 years in prison, nine of which were spent in solitary confinement. In 1998, he was quote-unquote freed, but placed under house arrest. And in 1991, he was exiled to Rome, where Pope St. John Paul II promptly made him uh, a cardinal. Cardinal von Tuan later wrote the initial difficulties he encountered in prison. Here he was, 48 years old in the prime of his life, yet rather than ministering to his people, he was isolated in prison. How could God possibly use him to save souls now? Then he received a tremendous grace. Von Tuan wrote, One night from the depths of my heart I could hear a voice advising me, Why torment yourself? You must discern between God and the works of God. Everything you have done and desire to continue to do, pastoral visits, training seminarians, sisters and members of religious orders, building schools, evangelizing non-Christians, all of that is excellent work, the work of God. But it is not God. If God wants you to give it all up and put the work into his hands, do it and trust him. God will do the work infinitely better than you. He will entrust the work to others who are more able than you. You have only to choose God and not the works of God. In time, Van Tuan came to see that God wanted him there in prison and nowhere else. God brought him to a point where he could say, Lord, I choose you, your will. I am your missionary here. He came to see his fellow prisoners as his flock. And when he was in solitary confinement, the soldiers who guarded him were the, his new congregation. Choose God and not his works. As I mentioned, this line gave me a lot of peace to deal with quarantine, but it ought to give us all peace and some insight into the gospel. You see, Van Tuan discovered what Jesus was getting at in the first and greatest commandment. Van Tuan saw that while it was a good desire to want to work for the Lord, it was far more necessary to simply choose him, to see him as our treasure, and to contemplate him day and night. Love is an act of the will based on the truth. Let us make that act of the will. Let us choose to love God 
with all our heart, mind, and soul, and our neighbor as ourselves.